You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I'm Clint and this is John from John Tweet Sports. How you doing, brother? Hey, doing great, gentlemen. Glad to be back with you guys. Back you know, we didn't it. even mention we didn't even mention yesterday, Clint. <laughs> John, our good friend, we've had him on the podcast many times, but a lot of you Michigan fans may not know who John is. John uh, at John Tweet Sports on Twitter. Yep. And uh, also the producer of the Dog mm-hmm. Dispatch, dogdispatch.com. You get over there and uh, sign up for the newsletter, get all the inside scoop. You're still putting on stuff two times a week. Is that right, John? Uh, two times a week, yeah. We're going to have a big one uh, in your in your inbox um, on Wednesday this week. That's so tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, so um, check so that out. Get ready for that. And so not uh, too late yeah. to sign up and get, get in on Wednesday. So. Hit that man up at dogdispatch.com. Um, so, John, always a pleasure to have you on the on the pod. Yeah. Uh, really, really is. Uh, hey, just to let you know, today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Sonos is the official sponsor of ESPN College Football. Go to sonos.com to learn more. Yesterday's podcast, we were talking about uh, the offense, the 12 and 13 personnel against Michigan's defense. We were talking about Jim Harbaugh, Kirby Smart, who needs mm-hmm. more. And then I pontificated about how I am a nervous wreck and will be up until the final buzzer, the final second ticks off the clock and the horn sounds and we're all good. And then Let I will just, be okay. The in, insider tip for everybody watching right now, because I know a lot of you, it's the first two minutes of the podcast. A lot of, a lot of you are here still. Right. So just an insider tip. If you didn't finish yesterday's episode or if you didn't get to catch yesterday's episode, whether it's on audio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or whether it's on video here on YouTube, if you didn't catch the end of yesterday's, just go back and just the last five minutes. You just want to just download that last five minutes into your brain because it, uh, it is a, a window into Clint's soul that you can't unsee. No, no. I am like Kramer being painted. I am both disgusting it's, and yet it's hitting, you can't look yet away. I cannot look away. Yeah, that's it's, right. It's, that's exactly never have right. true words been spoken. Beautiful. Hey, speaking of speaking of that, while we have all these Michigan fans here, we're Georgia fans here on the podcast. Um, should we a little little kumbaya moment? Maybe a little hmm. come together. Maybe hmm. just a little homogeny. I mean, what in the world could I be talking about? What in the world could bring Georgia fans and Michigan fans together? Say more. Um, do you remember that time that Urban Meyer kicked a grown man oh. in the leg uh, and then got fired from his job from his job with cause and and cause. had to forego the other nine or something million dollars of his salary? He went around to a grown man who is a professional football kicker and just Kicked him in the leg and told him to make more field goals. <laughs> can we also talk about? Can, can we also talk about of all the dumb things Urban Meyer has done? <laughs> yep, in yes. his career, which which are of, many. No, 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 not just dumb. Of yeah. all the evil things evil. that he has perpetrated, yes, no, <laughs> while a head coach. Why would you kick your kicker? 
who needs his leg to make the field goals that you're talking about him making. John, I'll, I'll tell you, you why. Kick him in. I'll, I'll tell you why. Appendage that he in needs to perform his. <laughs> Like, right in the brownstone. I'll tell you why, John. Um, because anybody else that he were to have kicked would have snapped his ever-loving neck in two seconds. Urban knows. I'll tell you, you, you read the reports, and the kicker bows up almost immediately. He did. He did. You don't see a lot of kickers bowing up against people, but he looked up at Urban Meyer and said, oh, no, not today. No, not today, sir. son. No, no, that's not how this sir. is going to go down. That's not how this – Anyway, Michigan fans, that's that's us throwing you a bone. Now let's transition. John, you ended the podcast yesterday by saying that Georgia's going to win this game, and so I just allow you to start the podcast today by telling yeah. me why. Why could you? Listen, why would you possibly believe that? Listen, Georgia had a bad game. Up I remember portions against Alabama. We all remember. I remember. Right? Yeah, we all remember. No, let's detail Guys, it for the people that don't remember. We don't, no, we don't have to detail it. We won't go down that path. But Georgia, but Georgia gave up forty-one points in that game. Clint just <laughs> left. Clint, Clint said, like, "Clint said you're going to detail the game. I'm out. I'm out. Y'all quit the talking time. about that." Clint says, "Y'all are talking about that. I am gone." <laughs> but with All right, Georgia, go ahead, but with Georgia giving up forty-one points and a gazillion yards, to Alabama. Mm-hmm. That Georgia defense is still only allowing nine point five points per game, and that includes the forty-one that they gave up to Alabama. Nine point five per game. You huh. can't tell me that on the average of twelve games and watching that team play, that one outing like they had against Alabama, who is very different from Michigan in the athletes that they have on the offensive side of the ball in the tempo that they play with on the offensive side of the ball in the scheme that they can run on the offensive side of the ball. You can't tell me that Michigan who is built Michigan is a team (laughs) that is built. I'm just going to say it guys. They're built to beat Rutgers and Northwestern and Penn state and And Iowa and Iowa (laughs) That's who Michigan is built to beat. They are not built to beat a defense with the athletes that Georgia has. And I don't care what – you can tell me whatever happened against Ohio State, you gave up half a thousand yards to Ohio State, 458 yards to Ohio State. They couldn't b- put the ball in the end zone, but they certainly could move the ball. And so – And you scored 42 see, points. Again, to your point, like you scored 42 points. That's why you won the game. Not the absolutely. defense. Yeah, and, I mean, Ohio, Ohio State gave up 35 to Oregon, and we saw – so we can – I mean, there's just a lot – there's a lot that we can unpack there about Ohio State's defense and the youth on that sure. side of the ball, et cetera, et cetera. But Michigan is not built to beat a team like Georgia. Alabama is. Um, but you look up the totality of the season, and you look at what Georgia has done to teams that have similar offenses to Michigan, and Georgia has – had a propensity to shut teams down completely. Um, so that's number one. Number two. Oh, there's more. Clint, number that was two. just number one. Oh, I'm, that I'm, was just number one. Mental notes. When you look, when you look at, um, <laughs> when you look at the games that this Georgia coaching staff has played in compared to the games that Michigan has played in, 
I think that there is a that there is an advantage on the Georgia coaching staff side of the ball when you look at those guys and the way that they prepare for games and how they scheme. And so Georgia had a bad game. Michigan lost to Michigan State. I think it, it may have been Aiden Hutchinson that came out and said, this is a bad loss. We can build on it. And Michigan has since played pretty good football. Tim Tebow is way right up there to the to the Big Ten title. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, and he came to, out and cried in the press conference and said, "We never, never again. Am I going to do mean, that?" It, you remember it, when yes, Florida yeah, lost Tim to Ole Miss? His Tim way. I know. Tim Tebowed his way right. to the Big Ten title. Yeah, thank you. But when you look, but when you look at you know, but when you look on the totality of the teams, when I I just you know, I I don't see again, I don't see Michigan having the ammo in their arsenal that Alabama had to do what Alabama did to Georgia. I also think that, you know, at the end of the day, um, I, I don't think Michigan, I just don't, I don't believe in Jim Harbaugh. I don't, I don't believe in Jim Harbaugh in these kinds of games. Um, and he's proven time and time again, especially against Mel Tucker that he can't beat him. And so that's, that's my reasoning and my rationale. Well, I got that. No, I, I don't right. have the time nor the emotional integrity mm-hmm. within my soul. I guess we'll we'll let's process it more in segment two, shall we? There we go. That's I was just going to say we're going to come back after this and process I'm all of it. that. But first, these. All right, I, here, I'm going to unpack it for you guys. Ready? Here. here right. it is. No, tell us. Tell here us more. I would love to, if you mm-hmm. would. If, okay. First of all, you're talking about. They don't have the offense to go up against us. They they are built to beat teams in the Big Ten. They mm-hmm. are built to to do mm-hmm. things that are less than also built to beat Western Michigan. Not just sure. Big Ten. Sure. No, sure. I hear that. I, I hear that. Um and they still and rowing we, the boat over there or no, they they stopped doing that? No, they stopped no, rowing the boat? They, no. They're Minnesota rolling. has the boat now. The boat went. Yeah, okay. The boat over is up on the lake. It's more the lake, the the land, land of a thousand lakes. Type of um, and I, and I hear what you're trying to say, John. I really, really do. I, I hear what you are attempting to say. Mm-hmm. But but this defense, if it's so elite, if it's so incredible, if it's so mm-hmm. talented, wouldn't do bonehead things. The game against Alabama did not – excuse me for simplifying this. Excuse Bonehead me for taking things. away from Alabama's mm-hmm. all-star team. Mm-hmm. We lost that game because mm-hmm. Lewis Seen doesn't know what over-the-top coverage is because linebackers don't know how to communicate man coverage and rubs because Dan Jackson was manned up against an all-star wide receiver on a huge third down. Things like that are the reason we lost against Alabama. Now, did Chris Smith being hurt had anything to do with it? I, I don't look look I think we couldn't have playing. okay oh, okay couldn't great have. fine hey okay but see I mean, that's I'm that's just, everything to do with see. us nothing to do with Alabama. our argument that we're making is that it had to do more yeah. with Alabama yeah. and what I'm saying is it had more to do with us Kirby ah, preaches all the time fair. it's about us it's not about who we're playing we beat we have the most intense practices. We have the best practices. They're faster than games. Yada, 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 yada. And then we go out and lay that egg against Alabama. So I know Alabama has talented people. 
let me say this. There's more talented offenses at Alabama the last three years than this team at Alabama currently. So what in the world you- is happening that we 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 were the ones that lost? Okay. Mm-hmm. And I know mm-hmm. Alabama fam, I hear you. You're the mm-hmm. greatest. Nick Saban mm-hmm. and his 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 khaki pants of buckeye balls are just everything mm-hmm. that you want mm-hmm. in life. He he came Mixed over. Mixed metaphors here. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. Metaphors. I'm trying to keep a rating going. Um, I get um, that, okay? <laughs> Not so well. Uh, but this game, all of those things can happen in this game. Again, mm-hmm. all of those things can go. A busted stunt, a busted who has who in assignment, a busted play action leakage with a tight end or a running back, and all of a sudden Haskins is open on the right side and running for days. All of those things can happen. Let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this. Okay. Do With the coaching staff that Georgia has and the talent that Georgia has and the way that Georgia played for 12 games on defense this year, do you believe in your heart of hearts that that defense and that coaching staff and those athletes and those players are going to come out and do it two games in a row and lay that egg? Do you believe in your heart of hearts that that defense is going to lay that egg two games in a row? John, you got an employee that hasn't defrauded the company for seven years. And then one year he takes half a million from the company and says, oh, don't worry. Let me go back to the seven years prior and all my evidence of def- not Listen, defrauding the company. John, what you're not taking well, One is account, a criminal act. And one is what, what what you're a criminal act against me. Against <laughs> what you're, me. What you're not taking into account, John, um, is that um, – and what I think Clint's trying to say. Let me just yeah. Let me just summarize. Is that Clinton got his feelings hurt, mm. John? He got his oh, feeling. Yeah. He got his feelings hurt real bad, real, real bad. Oh yeah. And so now um, he's just a bitter old man. So yeah. there's no like I don't know. It, you're trying to yeah. use all these facts and logic and well, statistical it, analysis. Just and, real briefly, you know how I felt, guys. I felt, and I think I think time has been an enemy here for Georgia fans. But I'm a Braves fan. You guys Braves fans? Oh, you guys are Braves. Uh, yeah. Big time. Halloween night. I believe it was game five. Mm. Mm. Oh, I was not. Braves remember. start off. Bottom, bottom of the first inning. They come out. Grand slam. Mm-hmm. Four to nothing. I'm jumping I'm dancing in the living room. In the backyard. I'm dancing. Yeah. I am like, whoop. I'm like, John, the John almost, the John almost lit his khaki pants night. on fire that I night. I literally he almost did. lit my buck, Buckeye nuts on fire. <laughs> That's correct. Over, uh, jumping over my fire pit, and then the Braves ended up losing that game nine to five, horribly. Mm-hmm. And the next mm-hmm. day, November the first, I felt like the Braves are done. They're going to lose this series. They are done. There's no way. This is classic Atlanta. This is et cetera, et cetera, blah blah. Because you know blah, why? Blah. You know why you felt that way, John? Because the last time, the the time directly previous to this time that the Braves mm-hmm. were in that exact same scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, up three one, and then they lost mm-hmm. game five. Mm-hmm. Um, w- mm-hmm. they ended up losing those next two games and losing that series. The 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 the, the time right before that. Yep, yep. The other that's time not what I happened felt, this time. The other time I felt this way was 2017. Georgia, number one team in the country, go to Jordan Harris Stadium, Auburn, Alabama, and get beat 40 to 17. Get the 40. the absolute breaks beat off of them. I'm sorry, they gave up 40? 40. A, a score that started with a four. <laughs> they gave up to 40. a team from Alabama. 
That's what Absolutely. they did. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what they did there. Okay. And then, <laughs> and then Georgia comes, beats Georgia Tech, beat the brakes off of them, beats the brakes off of Auburn in the rematch, beats Oklahoma. So all I'm saying is there have been times when teams that I have loved have had a bad game that I have felt that have put me in all kinds of feelings. And I have seen those teams bounce back. And I just think this team, I watched this team for 12 games. I went to five of these games and saw them with my own two eyeballs and watched these players. And I just don't believe that it that it's going to happen twice. I'm going to just, I just, I just made a timestamp note of the same exact mm-hmm. argument that every single Georgia fan made prior to the SEC championship game in which we got the absolute hmm. breaks beat off of us by Alabama. And then the context was we can beat Alabama. Don't worry about previous history. Let me give you Auburn. Let me, I, I, okay. I've timestamped it because yeah, look, Look, okay. I, and so you're saying the reason Alabama beat us was because of previous history? I'm now confused. It I mean, was. Yeah. In fact, we were wrong. Previous history did matter, and Alabama beat us because saying, of previous okay, history. So I'm now, not using wait, any but, of those arguments. But if previous history, but <laughs> I'm just saying right. my so separate separate from we're off the rails. But I will say we are. Bring us just to bring us back on. I, I, you look statistically, you look at the scheme, you look at what this team has done, the way they have imposed their will all year on teams. I don't see the letdown that happened in Atlanta. I don't see Michigan being that team. Now, there may be other teams out there that could be that team. And we can talk about next week what that looks like. I, I don't know about it. I don't think this we, we will talk about that, that team. That is that team. No. Is all, all I'm saying, by the way, Michigan fan, really quick, Michigan fan, get your name out of my mouth, okay? Real no, quick. you like, Michigan fan, you've got your man right here. This is no, your boy no, right no, here. No, no, Give you this too? man a follow. Look, look, no, this is you your stop, guy you right stop, here. You stop right now, Michigan fan. Listen, this is a family. He's a Michigan this man. Through, this through. is family business. You walk away. My kid at Costco, I'm talking There's to him. I'm not Listen, talking to you, okay? You don't need to come over, and you don't. There's a Chris Weber. You're He's wearing oversized khakis underneath the window, aren't you? He's got a Chris Weber jersey right? underneath that shirt. He's got a Chris Weber jersey. Earlier in the podcast, he tried to call timeout, even though we didn't have any timeouts left. That's what it, he's such a Michigan man that he I went out there. The, I walked off. He the traveled court, and then tried to call timeout, even though we didn't. We didn't currently have any timeouts. Uh, that's how much of a Michigan man this is. Georgia fan, this is my love for you. I am all I am trying to do is I am trying to bring some semblance of balance into this because because we we were just here just here less than a month ago. I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna jump on board what my man John said a minute ago and um uh did you and, actually and, boo me on the pod? I did. Just, it's a little bit, okay. a little bit of a boo. Yeah. Just um, quiet, uh, fair and balanced, this, Clint. Do we need to go back to the mission statement? Is this what we're <laughs> fair no, and balanced? Sorry, is that what we're trying to be? Listen, listen, just think about just think about this, Clint. Why Daniel is going to give his his reasoning? You tell me in what ways Michigan is like Alabama. If you can tell me that, then I will be concerned. You my, tell me my point is this. My Michigan point is, is this. Like we are told constantly from Georgia that it doesn't matter who we're playing. It's not about them. It's about us. And we showed in Alabama we aren't good enough because we killed ourselves. That's what. <laughs> I'm suggesting in a game like this, the overconfidence, that's what I'm confused by. Because if this is the same team, which it is the same team, 
And you could tell me, oh, we we mm-hmm. lost. It changed mm-hmm. us. Yada, 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 yada. Like, again, you could Tim Tebow your way into arguing this. Mm-hmm. Con- I just – we got beat because we were stupid against Alabama. Mm-hmm. We overthought. We, we miscommunicated. We misaligned. And we just fell on our faces. We just defecated all over the bed, as Daniel says. Just and Lewis Seen came out in a press conference and said we tried things that we'd never run this year. How I don't know, Lewis. Have you have you tried keeping a man in front of you before in coverage when you're zone? Have you ever done that? To be clear, I'm not sure Lewis has tried that this year. So that might have been what he was referring to. I'm I not sure he has tried. <laughs> huh. That's interesting. That's a, that's a new one. That's a thinker. Okay. Uh Guys, I want to tell the people about betonline.ag before the two of you idiots talk anymore and drive this podcast into the ground. BetOnline is your online sportsbook expert. They are the place to go to place every wager that you want to bet. If you want to bet with Clint on the Michigan money line, and just stop. hammer stop. that thing. Hammer it. Listen, that's where Another you can go. Stamp. Another time stamp. Clint, the Clint Shamblin special, the Michigan money line. Get after stop. it. BetOnline.ag is your online sportsbook expert. You can go there, enter the promo code locked on. They'll give you a 50% bonus. That is free money with which to bet against, to fade a team that is garbage because they lost a football game. And that's what that means. When you lose games, it means that you are trash. And so you should fade Georgia. Uh, Michigan, who is undefeated in their last one game, uh, is not trash. And so they are clearly the superior team. That's what Clint is trying to say. And so you can do all of that betting at betonline.ag. They are your online sportsbook expert. Promo code locked on for a 50% bonus on your initial deposit. Uh, by the way, really quick, I, I don't <laughs> think the people – you said fair and balanced. Does that match with the mission statement? To be totally fair, I don't think anybody on this podcast can say what the mission statement is other than just try to keep it between the lines. Like to be fair, the mission statement is for fans by fans, and Clint is one type of fan. Clint represents one type of fan, and I represent another type of fan. And sometimes the revol- the roles flip. Longtime listeners, longtime viewers of the pod know that there are there are moments when the roles are, have been reversed, and that's fine. We all are who we are. But listen, you know who else is who they are? It's Michigan, Clint. <laughs> Michigan is who they are, and. Even if everything you're saying about Georgia is true, okay, it, it doesn't matter. Okay, then help. Yes, then- we will get housed in the national championship game. Yes, we will get housed in the national championship game if all okay. of the things you're saying are true. Okay, and that's fine. We can talk about that on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, whatever. We have Michigan this Friday. Yeah, it's on Friday. Yeah, and, it's on. And, and Michigan this Friday. Is a team not is not is not, not a team good. that can score on this defense. It is not, they can't score on this not. defense. Period. Like I don't I I know I get a lot of crap for the shutout thing, and I'm not listen. I don't honestly think that it's going to be a shutout. It might, but I don't think it's honestly going to be a shutout. But Michigan's not scoring 20 points against this Georgia defense. They don't have they don't have the weapons to make it happen. And the only reason that you think they do is because you watched a team do something completely different than Michigan is going to try to do. And listen to me. I pray to the good Lord above that Michigan comes out and tries to emulate Alabama. Please let the Michigan coaching staff watch all the tape 
and say, this is how you beat the Georgia defense. Now let's go out and do that same thing. And Cade McNamara, uh, who I thought was a point guard for Syracuse, but apparently is the quarterback for the that Michigan had, Wolverines. That guy had handles, just to let you know. He had handles. Listen, that McNamara kid, he, you get him in the garden in the Big East tournament, ooh. he'll step back and ooh, silky smooth. Okay, he could deliver from deep. Mm. But this McNamara cannot. So please let the Michigan coaching staff say, this is how you beat Georgia. We're going to be Alabama 2.0. Because guess what? They don't have. They don't have the quarterback. Guess what they don't have? They don't have the wide receivers. Guess what they don't have? They don't have the scheme, the play calling, any of it, to try to do the things that... Now, Clint, if Alabama had come out and pounded the rock against Georgia and tried to hit Georgia with hard play action and trick plays. Would they win that game? Do they win that game? No, they do not win that game against Georgia. Period. 100% they do not. That's what Michigan is going to try to do. And uh, if they try to do something else, they're going to fail miserably at it because they're not built to do that. This, you're... Listen, I know that it's hard to have uh, anything but a, uh, a, a short-term memory in the sense that the most recent thing is the only thing that you really think about when you're a college football fan. But to John's point, there has been nothing but evidence that this Georgia defense is going to shut down anyone and everyone who tries to do the types of things that Michigan tries to do. And let me just ask you this. What did we see in the Ohio State game? That really put some fear into us from a from a again from a Georgia perspective that Michigan could do this. I'm not even going to talk about the Iowa game because Iowa no, is you an shouldn't. awful football team. They are worse than Kentucky, and it's not and it's not close. So I'm not going to talk about that Iowa game, but the Ohio State game, the game every Michigan fan is hanging their hats on. I don't see all that much that's going to translate against this Georgia team. I'm not saying Georgia is going to be able to come out and light the world on fire. Although I do hope that the offense gets opened up. I think here's my, here's my, it's not a prediction for the game, but here's my take uh, on how the two ways the game could go. I think way number one is both teams try to play the styles that the head coaches really want them to play. And in that game, I think Georgia wins a close game. I think the score is 21 14 or 17 13 or some just sort of ugly awful nonsense close game i think there's like five turnovers and we're all sweating the whole game and we hate everything and michigan probably has the ball at the end with a chance to win that's if both teams come out and try to play the games that they want to play but i think what georgia has is an opportunity to open it up a little bit more than Michigan in this particular matchup, which gives Georgia an opportunity to maybe get creative with Todd Munkin, get get some play-calling variety like we talked about yesterday with James Cook, with some of the wide receivers, with some of the tight ends. And I think in a scenario like that, where we don't, Clint, come out and rely on Zamir White quite as much as maybe the typical Georgia game plan would be, but where we do try to open it up a little bit more, where George Pickens is a little bit more involved because he's a little bit more healthy, even though the last time we played, 
he wasn't very healthy, which means no. that's exactly who he will be this game. Correct. Because the last time we played is exactly who we will be this game because that's how football works. But if we do get him a little bit more involved, if we do have Darnell and Brock Bowers out there running uh, running around, I, I do think Georgia has an opportunity to expand the offensive playbook more than Michigan does. And so I think the two outcomes in this game are Georgia wins handily or Georgia wins a close one. I think in the scenario where Georgia wins handily, it forces Michigan to try to do things that they don't want to do, and Georgia probably gets a defensive score or something like that. It helps the defense if the Georgia offense scores. And so I think the more Georgia scores, the less Michigan will score, which is normally counter to how college football games work. But I think in this scenario, if Michigan can keep it close, the Michigan offense will be the most effective. But if Michigan gets way behind in this game, then although I've been told they're not Tennessee – which Tennessee has a better offense than they do. So, yes, you're right. They're not Tennessee. Tennessee is ranked seven spots ahead of you in total offense. So you are not Tennessee whatsoever. And they scored 17 points against Georgia. So on the road, not at a neutral site. But that was before we played Alabama, and so now we're not any good anymore. But Speaking of Tennessee, I think that's what we're going to see. If we're making if we're making predictions uh, in terms of like what Georgia is going to try to do, I think you're going to see a very similar game plan to what Georgia did against Tennessee. I think you're going to see a lot of touches. Offensively, you mean? Offensively, yes. Offensively, the game plan that Georgia played against Tennessee, I think that's what you're going to see. I think it's going to be stretching the field. I think it's going to be Stetson Bennett taking off a little bit. I think it's going to be forcing those pass rushers for Michigan to hang back a little bit, not be able to pin their ears back. And I think you're going to see, you know, um, uh, situations where where Georgia is trying to get the ball to Lab McConkey, James Cook, Brock Bowers, those guys. Um, I also, you know, uh, I know y'all y'all will do uh, uh, don't sleep on uh, mm-hmm. later this week, but I well, early preview, early yeah. preview. I would say don't sleep on uh, end arounds. Don't sleep on you know things from Georgia that is that are getting the ball to playmakers in many many ways. Uh, why? Because I think uh, yeah, getting wide, like we talked about yesterday on the podcast, like getting uh, getting on the edge and forcing Michigan uh, to do something that they're not comfortable doing. All right, so so again, Georgia fan, hear me out. I, Tell us what right, you've time stamped. I've time stamped a lot. <laughs> Just so that, you know, I've I have time stamped a lot going on over here. Here's I'm excited for this. Here's the deal. I think the most likely outcome of this game is us having a there was a three game stretch. Maybe I'm going to add a fourth. <laughs> Go ahead, timestamp. Maybe a fourth that I think is indicative of this game. You're talking about games that are similar. The stretch of Arkansas, Auburn, and Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Those three games. Okay. I'm, I hey, Daniel, sometimes friends need to help friends, okay? Mm-hmm. So so don't put me down in the hole again. Don't let me go down the rabbit hole again. You you've grabbed me, you snatched me by the back of the the scruff of the hair and you pulled me Sometimes it takes a little tough love. You have Sometimes to be openly mocked on the podcast. And then, <laughs> and then Okay, just start to really those so games. Arkansas, Auburn, Kentucky. Arkansas, Auburn, Georgia. Or uh, Kentucky. Uh, games that Georgia played. And I, I wanted to add Florida, but that was a total misnomer. That That's outside the box of things. But teams that run they the ball. They can't even beat really Central well. Florida, Clint. I know. I, I know. can't even beat Central Florida. No. Teams that run the ball well have stout defenses. 
very, very stout, very highly talented four-star recruit defense. If you guys don't think Kentucky has a lot of guys on defense, like go back and look at that game. That was a hard-fought game on George's offense. Each one of those games, we score 30, 34, 37. Mm -hmm. We hold Arkansas to that goose egg, Auburn to 10, Mm -hmm. Kentucky to 13. All Mm -hmm. three of those teams want to run the ball, want to control the Mm -hmm. ball. Sam Mm -hmm. Pittman. Um, uh, I mean, Harsons, even though he comes from Boise State, he understands what running the ball is all about. He wanted Tank involved in that game very, very much. Uh, And then you got Stoops at Kentucky who knows the value of controlling a game. Even with Levitz, he only took deep shots every once in a while Mm -hmm. to control the game. So if I'm looking at those three games as a litmus test for what this game is most likely, I think the likeliest outcome Mm -hmm. is 35-10. That's the likeliest outcome for me in this game. I, I really do. It's just a, it's what's it called when two aquatic vessels are competing to see which one is the fastest? I, th- I think that's, I think, I think one's a boat and the other's a race. And if I'm playing uh, your game, well, yeah, it's okay. a, yeah, that's what this game yeah, if you, is. Yeah. yeah. If you're comparing the, if you're, if you're thinking in the, in the vein, uh, listeners of Arkansas, Auburn, and Kentucky, then Georgia's going to win this game about 33 to 7 because that's yeah. the average. Yeah. Of, of the wins of the margin of victory of those three games, so hmm. you uh, listen. You love Michigan to hear fans. it. You you love to hear it. Listen, Georgia Georgia is going to win this game. Michigan fans, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, it's I can't wait to spend the next three days with you because, as I said, you won't be here uh, on Monday because oh. you will be trying to convince yourself that college basketball matters somewhere. I don't know. So good luck to that. Cheese and peas to you. Uh, and the program that you support. Enjoy that Jim Harbaugh contract extension. Ooh. I can't wait till the next time he beats Ryan Day in, I don't know, a, de- a solid decade or so. Well, how long is the I'm- extension? So it'll be in the last year, <laughs> however many years the extension is. <laughs> this is a man who knows how to get paid. Uh, all right. We will be back tomorrow, Clint and I. We got a whole bunch more to talk about about this game. I want to talk about uh more about the coaches i want to talk more about these players matchups to watch all the things that you should be interested in and then of course we'll be leading right up to friday we'll have a podcast out the morning of the game on friday so if you're driving down there if you are watching at home just get your new year's plans ready we'll be here all week for you uh leading up to that excited nervous don't sleep on all that usual stuff is coming so subscribe to the podcast, leave us a rating and review, uh, subscribe to the YouTube, tell friends, and we will be back tomorrow. See y'all. See ya.